The Physician's Road. Create your life in medicine, on your own terms. Today, we are on the path to wealth. Today, on The Physician's Road podcast, we speak to a pair of physician entrepreneurs who created a lending company exclusively for physicians and dentists. So, if you need a residency relocation loan, credit card consolidation loan, or just a personal loan, Doc to Doc Lending is the place for you. They're offering the Physician Road listeners special white glove treatment, including a quarter point interest rate discount, a one month grace period in payment, and $100 cash back once your loan is closed. Go to thephysiciansroad.com forward slash doc to doc and click on the link to receive the discounts. Again, thephysiciansroad.com forward slash doc to doc that's spelled D-O-C, the number two, D-O-C, and click on the link to receive your discounts. The Physician's Road is brought to you by Vernonville Asset Management. Vernonville Asset Management was created to help physicians build wealth and create income beyond Wall Street. Through our exclusive private investments, doctors can begin to free themselves from the burdensome regulations in healthcare by creating income streams independent of medicine. Go to IncomeBeyondWallStreet.com to get your free report, Wall Street's Biggest Lie. Again, go to IncomeBeyondWallStreet.com to get Wall Street's Biggest Lie and free yourself today. Welcome, everyone, to the Physicians Road Podcast. I'm Dr. Eric Tate. Today, we're on the path to wealth, and I'm so happy to have friends and colleagues, Drs. Ketton Allen and Zawade Marshall here with us. They're going to talk about the company that they have formed called Doc to Doc Lending um, and how their mission to help physicians as they transition through from medical school to residency to fellowship into the early stage of their practices um, birthed their ability and want to help um, the next generation of physicians as they move through that process. And just as full disclosure, um, on the investment side of our world, we are partnered with them, but we're not going to be talking really about investments today. We're really going to talk about how two physicians came together to pursue their entrepreneurial passions to help physicians figure out a problem that many of us had as we were transitioning through our careers. And so we're going to start with Dr. Zawade Marshall, and he's going to give us a little bit about his background and how he and Ketan came together to form Dr. Doc Lending and what Dr. Doc Lending is. So Zawade, please tell the audience kind of how you got started and kind of where you all are now. Thank you, Eric. It's a pleasure to be with you and uh, your listening audience. I I understand that it's uh, the the full gamut of, of medical students, students, uh, practicing and established physicians as well. And so uh, uh, thank you for hosting us and, and for the work that you do, reaching out to, to, to the, the cohort of doctors uh, that need to consume this information uh, in general and all the, all the other good topics that you have on the, the Physician Road platform. Um, I'm Zawadi Marshall. Uh, I am a, uh, an immigrant um, physician, uh, well, immigrant child uh, of, um, of a single parent home. So I, I'm from Guyana in South America and moved here with my mom and sister when I was 16 and did my high school in New Jersey and then um, college and medical school and residency, uh, well, internship of residency at Emory in Atlanta. So I considered myself a Georgia boy or, or an Atlanta native, but like most Atlantans, we're all transplants. Uh, it's a transplant city. Um, I then uh, left Atlanta and Emory to go to, to Harvard, to Brigham and Women's to do my anesthesiology residency. That's where I met Kenton. Um, uh, he was he was even in residency uh, a, a very focused 
and, and diligent uh, professional. And, uh, and uh, I was drawn to his personality and, and, and his way of, of handling his business that, uh, and, and it led to us com- forming a company together. Um, I did my pain fellowship at Harvard as well, and then I'm back in Atlanta now where I practice at an interventional pain uh, practice uh, here, here in the Southeast. Um, I'll tell you that my experience as, a, as a, 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 an upcoming physician with the aspirations to practice medicine coming from uh, the third world, uh, it's, I think I have a fairly typical uh, uh, immigrant experience uh, in the sense that it's hard sometimes to find the coins uh, to pay for the plethora of expenses that we have uh, to have to incur to become a doctor. It's a tough sojourn, and it's a, it's a very costly one. Uh, forget about the opportunity cost of, of, of the, 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 what you could be earning had you gone and get a job right out of, of, of college. Uh, but there are the, the plethora of expenses. There are the board exams. There is the relocation expenses. There are the, the unexpected family emergencies. And it felt like during my time in training, uh, I can check many of those boxes. You know, I had a lot of student loan debt. Um, uh, we couldn't afford uh, to, to, to pay for my relocation costs out of my family savings. And so I had to lever capital um, with some regularity over the course of the, the 12 years that I was training. Um, and I think at Doc to Doc, we figured out a way to make that more efficient, um, more thoughtful, uh, and more fair to physicians uh, because we understand exactly what that journey looks like. We've lived it, and we want to ensure that, uh, first and foremost, we provide a service that we can be proud of uh, within our collective physician community. Perfect. Great. And I think that's a great backstory. I mean, many, many uh, physicians in the United States are from immigrant backgrounds, and they understand that um, from that from that perspective. And so, Kenton, kind of give us your backstory and kind of how you came to this and, and, and kind of how this fits into your, your vision of, for, for the future for yourself and your family. Sure. Yeah. Well, thanks, Eric. Um, I'd echo Swade's um, uh, thanks for for letting us be part of your platform here on the on the Physician Road and and, and for everything you're doing for the the physician and wider professional community uh, through podcasts such as these. Um, um, my background is uh, I was born and raised in New England. I'm, I'm from from uh, New Hampshire. I was born in Boston. Grew up in New Hampshire. Um, went to college at a, a, a small liberal arts college in Worcester, Massachusetts called Holy Cross. And from there, went to uh, uh, Dartmouth, where I did a dual MD and MBA degree, uh, similar to what Zwade did at, at Emory. Um, and then went to Brigham and Women's, where, where, uh, where I met Zwade. Um, and that's where I was training also uh, as an anesthesiologist. Um, Zwade is very humble. He was our he was our chief resident uh, in, in our class year, and uh, those were very kind words he shared for me. But uh, certainly, coming from a big residency class, we had we had uh, twenty eight residents in our year uh, of of anesthesia training, um, and among those twenty eight um, really impressive people across the board, Zwade was was one of three to be chosen as our chief resident. He's always been kind of a natural. Uh, leader and mentor, and um, and certainly is uh, is is um, is part of the part of the reason and the qualities that that um, that I was really excited to partner with him in, in Doc to Doc. Um, after after training at Brigham and Women's, I went back to Dartmouth. Um, I subspecialized in anesthesia and acute pain and regional anesthesia, 
and have since set up my practice within the Mass General Hospital System. So I work at one of Mass General's community hospitals, um, uh, also in, in southern New Hampshire, uh, and uh, uh, work as a fractional FTE. So that the balance of my time um, I, I dedicate to Dr. Doc and have for the last four years. Um, I'm pretty involved with the New Hampshire Medical Society. I'll be the, the incoming president this year, uh, starting in November. Now, my kind of shared experience to Zwades, which led to us founding Doc to Doc four years ago, um, was really around my personal challenge of wanting to start build a family during the time that 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 I was training, while also being successful in in in, in pushing things forward uh, on a professional standpoint. So when when I moved from Dartmouth to Boston. Um, we had uh, uh, one daughter, one uh, two-year-old daughter, uh, and my wife was pregnant. Um, she was a nurse and had supported us through medical and business school uh, and wanted to have some of her own professional um, aspirations uh, moved forward uh, while I was training and, and, and was able to support the family a bit myself financially. And so when we did the math, uh, we couldn't do it. Thing personal, personally and professionally to, to, uh, to, to kind of uh, bring ourselves from point A to point B during those years. And um, when I went to see alternatives for how I could supplement my, my salary uh, as a resident, was surprised that I was viewed as high risk. And similar to Zwade, I had about $225,000 worth of debt. My salary at the time was just about $54,000 a year. And, uh, and again, we, we, we had two daughters. And um, and so um, because of that, I was, I was viewed as high risk. The interest rates offered to me uh, to supplement my income was, was, were, were, were well into the, the high teens, low 20%. And, um, and uh, it, it didn't feel right. Um, I felt as though I was on a, what was, would, should be considered a, a, a good trajectory uh, professionally. And so, uh, so um, uh, as Wadi and I found that, that that experience was shared among many of our peers, we founded Doc to Doc Lending um, and look at risk, particularly for early career physicians within the personal loan space to offer them access to capital at, uh, at rates that we consider uh, fair and more appropriate. Got it. That's absolutely perfect. And Kenton, we actually never realized this. So my father is Holy Cross class of 61, as well as my uncle. Really? I didn't realize that. I have, I have, some, uh, I, I have a couple uncles who went there as well. So I'll have to play the name game later. I say, when you said small, small liberal arts in Worcester, I was like, oh, those are the Jesuits. There you go. I was like, I knew exactly where you were going with that. So. Connect, connections abound, as we like to say. So that's great that you all gave a great kind of personal overview of kind of why you founded Dr. Doc. This was a, a, in many ways, a labor of love because you understood exactly what is needed in the marketplace because you all needed it in the marketplace. Um, I, needed, I needed a residency re- relocation loan as well when I was coming out of uh, medical school and moving into, into, into residency. And so let's, let's, let's pivot that way so that the audience can understand exactly kind of who the ideal borrower is in terms of what does that profile look like? Like who right now is kind of your borrower pool? Um, and you can talk about it in the context of COVID as well, because I know some of it has changed during COVID. Um, but please, wh- whomever would like to, to take that to, to explain to the audience who should be applying to Dr. Doc Lending, what does that look like? Um, and even you can walk through the process a little bit as well uh, for people so they can understand that, that you all are different than a traditional bank in terms of that process. 
Sure, I'll go ahead. Um, we look at our, our borrower uh, base as being any physician, anyone who has the need to access personal loans. But then we can subcategorize it within our platform uh, into three categories. There are the fourth year medical students, uh, the ones who just matched into residency and uh, are looking to relocate uh, between my match day and June uh, 30th or July 1 when they start their, um, their, their clinical rotations uh, for their first year of internship. They're the in-training physicians. Uh, those are residents and fellows who are already uh, within their training program but have unexpenses, unexpected expenses uh, uh, occur. And then they're the, 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 the established doctors, the ones who are either early career or established in their careers and, and need to access capital. Now, the most common reason for medical students uh, to borrow would be for their transition costs. Uh, um, I'll, I'll tell you, um, we had uh, a very heartwarming story of one of our earliest borrowers who came uh, out of a prestigious Ivy League school in, 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 uh, in, in New York and was moving to California uh, for her residency. Uh, she was a first-generation physician, uh, had uh, borrowed the funds uh, for the initial relocation from her mom, who had taken it out of her, um, her uh, retirement plan to cover those expenses and need to re repay her mother. Over the course of the intake process, which is a, a three to four and a half minute application uh, with no hard credit inquiries, only a soft pull is performed. Uh, we found out as our physician team uh, interviewed her and, and spoke with her in earnest about the need for capital in her case, we, we also realized that she was taking her board exams a few weeks after she relocated to California, and she was extraordinarily stressed about it. Uh, uh, suffice it to say that we funded her loan, and shortly after we funded that loan, we sent her a, a care package um, thanking her for joining the family of Dr. Doc, but also with some board prep materials. Now, it's when, when she called us back to thank us for the gift, you can hear the tears in her voice. And... It's a kind of uh, a story, and there's several other examples like this one, where uh, in the doc-to-doc -doc team, this is, the, this is the best part of what we do. We spend a lot of time speaking to bankers, speaking to investors, speaking to lawyers about platform diligence. But at the core of our mission, our business is that interaction as a doctor to a doctor uh, at a time when they're under duress, when they're stressed financially, when they're stressed academically and professionally, um, they're drinking off of a fire hydrant, you know, as a first year intern. And it's hard to keep your head above water and balance all of the, the, the kind of uh, competing um, uh, interests on your life and time at that time. And it's heartwarming for us to be able to make a difference and say, hey, we've been there. We know what it's like. We've survived it. And let's find a way to help you as well. Um, and so, so. Uh, the, the, the short answer is, Eric, that, that if any physician or dentist has a need to borrow for a personal reason, it's not commercial loans, the, the loan amounts go between $5,000 and $50,000 uh, in today's program. That may change uh, in the future, uh, but it's five to fifty dollars for any personal reason. Uh, I'll, I'll pause there and, and give Kenton a chance to, to reply as well. Yeah, that's uh, that. I, I I couldn't articulate it better than that. You know, I I think the um, you know the key points with with the the the, the clientele base we have that um, have to be in your last year of school, be it medical school or dental school, uh, and uh, and then you can borrow throughout your career. Um, and and the uh, uh, the reasons uh, again, personal loans, meaning that um, we don't we don't 
uh, do student loan or financing and we don't do uh, uh, mortgage uh, lending. But outside of that, the reasons for the loan uh, can be uh, almost anything. And, and uh, we, we offer, again, loans between five and $50,000 and, um, and, and, and really have a, a, personalized, a personalized service where uh, any applicant speaks to a physician member of the doc-to-doc team. Um, and, and, and as such, it's not just a, a, a lending uh, conversation. It's a, um, you know, it's a, it's a, it, it, it's a collegial conversation for, for what can be the best path based on what you're trying to achieve. Most often it's trying to get from point A to point B, either personally or professionally, whatever that point A or point B might be. It may be literally a, a, a geographic point A to point B, or it may be personal, starting a family like myself, unexpected costs like medical costs, um, or it may be professionally uh, uh, buying into a, 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 a private practice um, as you're as you're leaving training, um, getting a new uh, service line uh, with your existing practice. Um, you know, uh, uh, we've 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 had loans kind of to as as you start a marriage. Uh, we've had we've had loans for um, for uh, trying to fund the bridge uh, during during a divorce. Um, you know, really uh, the spectrum from a personal and professional causes uh, uh, and reasons. Um, and, uh, and again, it's a, it's a supportive collegial uh, experience um, for those who, who, want, who want that um, available to them. As it relates to COVID, Eric, um, just to kind of run up your question, uh, because Kent and I are both practicing physicians, uh, we felt the clinical effects of COVID and the financial effect as well uh, in, our, in our professional lives. Um, I'm at a I'm at an outpatient surgery center uh, and saw my practice revenues decline by 78% uh, during the peak in March, uh, April, May uh, of this year. And so many of our peers uh, have been uh, uh, had a tough time, particularly dentists and the folks that, that do a lot of elective procedures. What we've seen is that demand has increased uh, over the course of the past several months. Um, and what we're noticing as well is that we as physicians. I think it's responsible to separate personal uh, financing from practice and business financing. And so you, you get a, a practice financing loan and there are many large companies that, that do those financing deals. But because financial covenants have changed and gotten so tight due to the COVID uh, uh, pandemic, that a lot of doctors now are using some personal capital to secure those commercial lines. And our loans are very appropriate for that. So if you needed to have 50,000 of your own money to put up, to become eligible for a practice loan or, or, a, or a, an AR loan, um, uh, we're, we, we can step in place there. I think uh, several of our residents that um, are, are, are residents that match into residency and were required to move into their residency program early because of the pandemic. And so uh, hospitals were saying, we want to get you started in June instead of, instead of July or in May. Uh, those transition expenses we were able to help earlier uh, uh, than, um, than than we anticipated before. So the timeliness of our product uh, within the current uh, uh, economic and uh, and clinical environment, I think, is has been great for many of our our doc to doc family members. That's perfect. And you said you said a term AR. What does that mean? Accounts receivable. So so um, for for the younger doctors who are not yet in practice. Uh, one of the metrics that, 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 that you'll find you'll be trending closely uh, when you're in practices uh, is the fact that most peers will pay you 60 to 90 days after the service is performed. So you have these, this, this 
outstanding revenue to collect at some time in the future. Uh, and, and, and so uh, waiting on that, that capital can put a cash freeze on your, on your today financing because you'll have expenses today, but the money's coming in two to three months. And so knowing what that number is and, and having ways to borrow against that, that future income is a, is a, is a new tool at times uh, to get, keep your practice going during, during hardship. Perfect. And then just to reiterate kind of from um, what you guys said, so that, so that the listeners can understand exactly kind of how the company is structured. Um, and I'm just going to pull this straight from kind of your website and you talk about the school years in terms of relocation following graduation, kind of initial, initial housing outlays, first, first month's rent, last month's rent, security deposits, potentially even a down payment on a home um, if it makes sense to buy a home rather than rent where you're going to be, um, engagement in wedding expenses, and then car purchase and or repair car costs. And that's kind of what you all consider the school years, right? So fourth year coming out. Then you talk about the training years. So this is kind of um, residency, fellowship. Uh, we talk about childcare expenses, moving expenses, um, refinancing credit card debt. That's a big one. Um, many of us have to rack up debt, credit card debt at very high interest rates um, while we're training and in medical school. Uh, and so you all will do that. So, so no mortgage loans, no... Um, refinance of student loans, but you will do refinancing of credit cards. And then the one that I found very interesting and one that I think we should highlight, especially for our female colleagues, is money for site cryopreservation. Um, we know that it's a long training process for, for us, um, and in many ways doubly so for, for our female colleagues, um, and many of them may want to look to potentially freeze their eggs earlier in their in their career than, than later. And then lastly, you talked about kind of the working years. So, so out into practice, the practicing years, so unexpected emergency expenses, um, home improvements, Credit card consolidation, kind of same thing there, and then just career development. So potentially getting into um, other practices and things of that nature. Uh, would there be any other, did I miss anything? Is there anything else that you would want to add to that that I may have missed um, before we move on to the next question? No, I think, I think the, um, our mantra is it's any personal reason. We, we, we only ask why uh, for our internal data keeping so we can better know how to tailor our products, but there's, there's no restriction. Uh, it's a, a, any personal reason. Got it. And so you talked about that um, that that resident who was moving from New York to California. Can you give a couple more um, examples of how you made a huge difference in your um, client's life, um, our, our fellow physician colleagues? Sure, I can. I can. Uh, I can offer an anecdote here. This is, uh, and you know, I'd start by saying that this is also my kind of favorite part of, of doc to doc is, is, uh, is, is kind of speaking with people and, and, um, and, and helping to offer a solution for whatever, whatever the challenge or the situation may be. Um, uh, not too long ago, we, we had, um, we had a couple come to us who had, uh, who had been in practice uh, for uh, three or four years following their training during that time had saved up uh, a nest egg to go back and, and subspecialize within their field. Um, and, and they wanted to subspecialize, but at the same time wanted to, wanted to uh, start the family and because of the reduction in their salary during that one year period during, during the subspecialty training really was, was, was very diligent about, that those 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 years in practice um, to save enough to support them during that time. Now, two months before they started that subspecialty training, they had they had a child, 
um, and their child had a condition that required treatment at uh, one of only two centers in the United States that specialize in this in this kind of unique um, uh, medical condition, and and providing that treatment for their child, um, uh, they, they they ran through their their nest egg uh, within the order of of months, um, and and uh, didn't have didn't have other options um, during that time to, to support themselves and continue the training. So, so the, the situation was either kind of drop out um, or uh, find an alternative source to support things. Um, and, and so uh, we were able to uh, kind of, uh, again, extend them, uh, extend them credit to keep things on track where they could, where they could continue to care for their family. They could continue the pr- professional training without having to, uh, uh, delay that. Um, and at, uh, an, an interest rate that, that wasn't punishing because we didn't just look at the salary that was, was, um, that, that, that they were earning during that, that, that year, um, uh, and again, it was a it was a, it was a lower salary during the training period, um, and so uh, and so you know it's 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 uh, it's really valuable from 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 our perspective. That's that's the mission of why we did that to be able to to help people through times like this, similar to you know the, the position that I was in um, uh, during my training. Um, we have uh, many other stories like that. You had you had mentioned oocyte cryopreservation. We've spoken with folks who uh, similarly want to start a family but don't want to delay their, their training, and so have uh, have have uh, needed to hire surrogates uh, to to carry children, um, which which can run in the thirty to forty thousand dollar range, um, and uh, and um, and we've we've helped by by telling people that they that they we shouldn't take a loan at this time that that this isn't you know isn't the best option for you so there's there's been lots of people who we've counseled against a loan and either turn them to an alternative path or one that um one that uh you know is 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 kind of better for their personal financial health um going forward so um so there's 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 um there's lots of there's there's lots of uh um kind of wonderful uh, uh, people we've met through this we've been able to help um, but we've also been able to help people by by uh, by steering them away from 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 debt at a particular time so it sounds like when people are coming into the doctor doc kind of sphere and family family it's not just merely a transactional process um, it, you all have the experience of being physicians going through the process and now being out and you can kind of give guidance and mentorship back to the people who are applying um, to help them on their own journey. Would you say that's that would be a fair assessment? Yes, absolutely. You know, one of the one of the one of the benefits of 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 having uh, built this company over over uh, over the the last four years is that we've also built a community, um, and it's a it's a it's it's a growing and engaged community of of physicians and dentists, uh, and. Uh, uh, along along the way have um, you know have 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 offered mentorship to some people and ha- and other people have offered to be mentors uh, on the other end and and uh, we we kind of uh, as the doc to doc team uh, have helped make those connections across uh, across the people who are who are interested in them um, you know one time that that has been particularly uh, uh, stressful and challenging that 
can sympathize sympathize with is the transition from medical school to residency. You know, it just happened this July, and we 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 make a, 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 a residency relocation loans uh, around that period to a, a fair number of uh, graduating medical students, um, and and for a lot of them, uh, those first couple of months are, 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 are really challenging. And we've, uh, you know, we've been able to, to offer more than just that loan, um, uh, you know, be it uh, introductions to people within that specialty who have overcome that specific hurdle um, in that field and, and, and kind of uh, offering words of encouragement to, to, to help get through it. Um, um, so, uh, yeah, we've, we've, it, it has been. It's, 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 it's become a community even more so than, a, than um, or it, more than just a lending platform. Great. And, and so, Zwade, I'm going to throw to you a question about, uh, you alluded to kind of the, the ease of application process. Can you talk a little bit about, can you walk somebody through what that looks like? So they've done the application and then what is kind of the timing and time frame and, and communication situation for someone who was applying? Sure. Um, you can go to doc2doclending.com. That's our, our landing page. Uh, and on that page, you'll see the apply now button. Um, after you've reviewed the initial materials and you feel comfortable that, that, that our program fits, fits your need, uh, you submit the application, which takes the average borrower about three to four and a half minutes to complete. We made, we made it with a busy physician in mind uh, where we're not asking for a whole lot of information up front. Um, and then uh, within about um, 12 hours, uh, we can get you a conditional approval um, depending upon the inputs that were that were placed. You'll hear from a physician member of our team in about 24 to 48 hours, and we can walk you through what the actual approval means, or if there was any issue or challenge with the application, why it's challenged, and 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 ways to either cure the challenge or or other programs that may be more appropriate for you. Um, uh, we'll we'll ask that any borrower that submits uh, uh, then sends us some documentation, proof of being in medicine, um, and uh, pay stubs, et cetera. But again, we're using a lot of back-end um, uh, API plugins or, or, or tech-enabled features to do some of the verification process uh, electronically as opposed to having you try to find your medical diploma within your stack of uh, documents in your library. Um, and, then, uh, and then within about three days after that, the, the closure of our documentation, we can get the, the funds dispersed uh, to our borrowers. So uh, uh, the, the system is, is enabled to get things moving quickly and efficiently. And I think the bottleneck usually is the borrower's ability to get the documents uh, to us in a timely manner, uh, knowing the doctors are, are, are quite busy. We do um, work in, at nights and weekends, uh, weekends as well, because we know that our borrowers are oftentimes have uh, very challenging schedules. And so you can get a hold of someone on our team and we make calls on Saturdays and Sundays and in the evenings as well, uh, just to fit the schedule of our borrower base. Perfect. And so kind of to wrap up, um, what is the future uh, of Dr. Doc? Where, where are you all taking this um, as you all move forward? Yeah. Um, so. Again, we're thrilled to be in this platform and speaking to a broader audience, and this is kind of the next step for us. Uh, over the course of the last year, Kenton said the company was founded four years ago. That's the, the idea, the actual genesis company, but there were three years of legal diligence, uh, several hundreds of thousands of dollars in spend to get this to where it is, uh, that we spent ourselves uh, and bootstrapped the company. We issued our first loan about, about 13 months ago, 14 months ago now. Um, and so it's been just over a year of us uh, issuing loans and it's been quite successful using a word of mouth approach. Uh, our, 
growers are some of our biggest advocates. They tell their peers and their friends. We have a number of financial aid advisors in some of the top tiered schools that refer their graduates to us um, uh, almost exclusively. And we're at the point now where we have a line of sight, uh, thanks to, to, to your platform, Eric, with uh, the investment funds that you mentioned briefly at the beginning of this uh, podcast. Uh, we have a line of sight to significant more funding and we can issue a lot more loans and be a lot more impactful within our communities. And so now we're being intentional about marketing and getting our name and brand awareness out there beyond just a word of mouth base. And so we're looking to deploy uh, uh, several million dollars in loans over the course of the next six to 12 months. Uh, and so we're open for business. Many bankers, many banks are constrained because of COVID. Uh, we know that our fund has performed impeccably even through COVID. Uh, by that, I mean, we have no delinquencies and defaults. And so uh, uh, we know that physicians, we respect our financial obligations, though we may not be the most financially savvy at all times, we do have an obligation to repay debts. Uh, I, I think the, what the sophisticated world may not be aware of is that doctors get credit checks at times for credentialing. And so we cannot afford to have uh, a ding on our credit report once we're out in practice and working. And so we honor our obligations. And so with that, we're a lot more liberal in terms of getting access to capital now when a lot of the banks are not because of, of COVID-based covenants. Um, and so the next phase for us is scaling. Uh, we're also creating an ecosystem, as Kenton alluded to, uh, uh, to curate information that's financially relevant to physicians. Uh, uh, so we have, uh, we're, we're building out a platform, an app called Docsential App. Uh, that's going to be a community that, 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 that talks about uh, things like med, med mal insurance, disability insurance products. If people are interested in IULs their whole life, that's a, there's a conversation around that. I know it's controversial for many, uh, but we want to have the information out there to educate the folks that are curious about these things and what that looks like, how to manage that mysterious AR during COVID. Um, how do you leverage that kind of, uh, that, that kind of asset uh, uh, if you have a practice as well? Um, and of course, we have a plethora of other financial resources to plug borrowers and, and doctors into if they need a product that we don't offer. So, so if, if you're thinking about a, for, uh, from, for a loan from us, and you go to our website and you say, you know what? I don't have a need for a personal loan. You can click request information and we'll get on the phone with you anyway and talk you through what's out there. We've had folks inquire about uh, PPP loans and, and, uh, and um, disaster recovery loans several months ago. Uh, so we're able to plug you in there. Folks that ask about uh, student loan forgiveness programs, we have resources to plug you into for that as well. So think of us as a one-stop shop. Uh, you may need money or you may need information. And, uh, and we're, our reputation is, is our bond, and we're, we're out here to be helpful uh, and not predatory. And, and, and so you can rest assured that, that, that we'll curate this information for you uh, if you have any interest in getting anything uh, about, about money, finances, or, or needing to borrow a, a loan. Great. And Kitten, how would you like to, uh, to, to wrap, wrap us up? Yeah, well, that that was a that was a, a a good overview of our future, Eric. I I, I view this as um, as really a launching point for us. As Wade said, uh, over the past fourteen months, we've proven to the world that our concept and in our theory that that doctors are different in their and therefore in this industry should be should be looked at differently. Um, and, and by looking at them differently, we're we're able to we're able to offer 
or lower interest rates because we believe that um, they're, they're, it's a less risky population as, as borrowers. Um, we've been able to show that over uh, 14 months of, uh, of data and, and this, is our, this is our launching point to, to, um, to really be able to um, assist and help facilitate uh, uh, doctors uh, more widely um, throughout the country. We operate in all 50 states um, and now it's a matter of, of uh, just getting our, our name out there and, and, uh, and what we do. Um, and, uh, and as Wade said, uh, making ourselves available to any conversation, which, uh, which, which we always are. And, um, and, and, uh, the easiest way to reach us is, is, is right through our website. And as Wade said, we, uh, we, we turn around those conversations really quickly. So, um, so certainly for all your listeners, uh, here, Eric, um, uh, thanks for, thanks for, uh, for, for, for listening. Um, thanks for the interest and, and, um, we, we'd really uh, welcome any any further conversations. If anything uh, anything you heard today uh, piques your interest, or or you'd like to dive into in more detail. Perfect. And so I want to thank Ken Allen and Zwade Marshall for being with us today on the Physicians Road podcast. Um, to get a transcript of this uh, episode and to learn kind of more about the uh, um, Doc to Doc, you can go to thephysiciansroad.com forward slash Doc to Doc, and that's just D O C the number two DOC. So physiciansroad.com forward slash doc to doc. And please, if you want to have deeper conversations like this, you can go to the, the Physicians Road Facebook group. Just go to Facebook, type in the Physicians Road under groups, answer the questions, and we'll let you in. And we can have a much more in-depth conversation about this and other topics. And so again, I want to thank Ken Allen and Dr. Zwa- Dr. Ken Allen and Dr. Zwade Marshall um, for being with us. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Eric, and if any of your um, your viewers want to get to us directly, it's Swade at Dr. Doc Lending and Kent at Dr. Doc Lending as well. We'll make ourselves available to the audience uh, for any questions or, or comments or just ideas about what we're doing. Perfect. Uh, we'll, we'll put that absolutely in the show notes. So thanks, thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Eric. The Physician's Road is brought to you by Vernonville Asset Management. Vernonville Asset Management was created to help physicians build wealth and create income beyond Wall Street. Through our exclusive private investments, doctors can begin to free themselves from the burdensome regulations in healthcare by creating income streams independent of medicine. Go to IncomeBeyondWallStreet.com to get your free report, Wall Street's Biggest Lie. Again, go to IncomeBeyondWallStreet.com to get Wall Street's Biggest Lie and free yourself today. Thank you for listening to The Physician's Road, where you create your life in medicine on your own terms. Please go to thephysiciansroad.com and sign up for your free guides and resources.